Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Welcome to Come to Your Senses, the School of Sensual Living podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through topics like pleasure, beauty, embodiment, femininity, art, somatic healing, mindfulness, and of course, everyday sensuality. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come to Your Senses. I am so excited to be talking to you today about our topic du jour, which is something that I have a lot of experience in growth around, and that is the topic of cleaning your home, your car, your office, your personal spaces as a spiritual practice and an embodiment tool. And so another way to say that would be seducing yourself into the act of cleaning. So have you ever walked into a yoga studio, for example, and you notice that the floors are super clean, the blocks are all really neatly stacked, everything seems super organized, and there's a quality of attention paid to the cleanliness of the space. And there's a lot of reasons for that, but one of the reasons is something called saucha, which is purity or cleanliness in your space, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your relationships, and in your spirit. That there is a deeper dimension to the act of creating a clean, open space. And similarly, for us as humans, I'm sure you know the feeling of walking into a really clean, deliciously furnished room and then experience of your body being able to just settle and relax. And so you might find house cleaning to be a dreaded chore. You might find it to be a total joy. You might be one of those people. I'm a Virgo. I relate to you. And you may most likely will find yourself somewhere in between on that spectrum. But what I want to offer you today is, again, an experience of this day-to-day activity that we are all faced with that goes deeper than just how things look or how things are supposed to look and offers you an experience of increasing your sensitivity to how you feel 
in your environment and taking more pleasurable responsibility around creating the kind of environment that brings the most flow to your body and to your mind and to your spirit. And of course, environment is significant, but it's just one spoke on the wheel of this art of living in an embodied way, in a way that allows you to move through the world with grace and attentiveness. And that allows you to listen to others with the fullness of your being. That experience of being able to be really selective and intentional with your attention begins with being an extraordinary steward of your own energy. And if this is something that resonates with you or is something that you crave, I'd love to invite you to be my guest at an upcoming free class called Embodied Woman Open Heart. This is a free event that's happening on Wednesday, April 7th at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash free class, all one word, F-R-E-E-C-L-A-S-S, to join us. In this class, you're going to learn powerful tools to move beyond fight or flight and into the present moment through embodiment. We'll also be talking about how to speak your truth more confidently and authentically and easily in your relationships, how to use the principles of embodiment to experience more succulence in the present moment in your everyday And also how to use this embodied experience to pursue your goals with more purpose and more direction and more effectiveness. This is a live class and the recording will be made available for a very limited time. So head over to schoolofsensualliving.com slash free class to reserve your space today. like to begin is with just a reality check around how deeply our environment affects us. So I'm sure you know the experience of walking into your bedroom at night to go to bed and the difference between having a made bed for you to climb into versus having a bed that's still a little tousled from the night before. I'm sure you've had the experience of sinking into the seat of your car once your car has been freshly cleaned and the effect that that has on the image that you have of yourself versus parking down the street so that your friend who's meeting you for lunch won't see inside your messy car. What we're really talking about here is not objects and it's not crumbs on the floor of your car and it's not bed sheets. What we're talking about is energy. And so if you imagine your energy as being like a river, and when your energy is at its optimal, it's like a healthy, flowing, unobstructed river. And if you imagine this in comparison to a river where there is some sort of obstruction, like a tree has fallen down, 
and on one side the water is building up and maybe it's moving beyond the riverbeds, going into the woods or the grass around the river. And on the other side, the water is completely dried up and the riverbed is cracked and exposed. If you imagine your energy, our environment is a crucial part of what makes up the system of that riverbed. And so tending to cleanliness in our objects, in the presence of clutter, and not just in what we are able to remove from our space, but also the addition of beautiful, comforting, pleasurable things in our space that pleasurably stimulate our senses, these are key ways to tend to the banks and the obstructions of that river so that your energy in your thoughts and in your sensations and in just your level of presence can flow free. One of my favorite stories about Diana Vreeland is when she was interviewed, I believe it was by Vanity Fair, and they arrive and she's wearing her red dress and her stacked bangle bracelets and you know if you there's this iconic picture of Diana in her red room in her home where there's dozens of different patterns and tchotchkes and objects but it's clear that everything has been very deliberately chosen to bring your eye into a very specific rhythm and the interviewer asked her Diana what is your secret and she took a drag off of her cigarette on a long stem cigarette holder and said simplicity darling simplicity <laughs> and what I love about that story is that Diana Vreeland is not exactly what I would consider a minimalist but she is someone who I consider to be very intentional and so once again with cleaning cleaning might seem like an arduous chore it might seem like something that hangs over your head. It might be something that kind of rules you with perfectionism. What I want to share with you now are some ways that you can bring a deeper, more satisfying dimension to your cleaning, not just as a tool for a beautiful space, but as a tool for intentional energy management. And so the first is having a deeper meaning to why and how you clean. The very first time I ever took a class from a professional organizer was at the Learning Annex back in 2001 in New York City. I had just moved there. And I was 21 years old and I didn't know the first thing about cleaning and staying organized. And so I jumped at the chance to, to take a class in it. There was probably 200 people there. And I remember this woman getting on stage. I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. If anyone identifies with this story, please let me know and I'll, I'll offer credit in the show notes. But she told a story about how her daughter, when her daughter was young, she had a moment, like an awakening kind of moment, where everything was a mess. She couldn't find her keys and something happened where her daughter was severely impacted by her level of disorganization. And she put a stake in the ground in that moment and said, as God is my witness, I will not subject my child to the insanity 
of this disorganization. I will learn how to overcome this. I will figure this out. And the love of her daughter was that deeper intention that gave depth to the direction of her pursuit. Growing up, our family was a disorganized family. I think I had 50 tardies in my sophomore year of high school because we were always running late. And I was pretty impacted by the effect of my parents' lack of organization, God love them, in their perfect imperfection. And so when I personally approach cleaning What I really do it as is similar to this organizing teacher. I do it as an act of protecting and offering sanity and safety to my own inner child. And so a question for you is, what is your why as to why having a clean, organized space is important to you? And a fun exercise you can do, it's a coaching exercise, well-known coaching exercise called the five whys. So I want to have a clean home because it makes me feel good. Well, why? What's the deeper meaning behind that? Because when I feel good, I feel most confident and I can move through my life with the most energy. Well, why is that important? And just continuing to move down that list of why. Why is that important? Why is that important? Until you get to that deep kernel, that jewel of truth as to why this has a deeper meaning for you than just its superficial expression. The second tool is something called a scurry session. And I learned this from my brother who used to be part of an intentional community. And sometimes when they needed to clean up the space in a fast and efficient manner is they would do a scurry session where they would set the timer for 10 minutes or 15 minutes and they'd just scurry about. And you would be so amazed at how much you can get done in five to 15 minutes. And this goes for cleaning, but it really goes for anything that, you know, in this more kind of masculine model of achieving our dreams The focus is really on big, broad brushstrokes, getting as much done in as little amount of time as possible. And this more feminine way of being around cleaning, but around just really living and being in the world, puts a greater emphasis on small, consistent action rather than these big, bigger brushstrokes. And that can also play into the first tool of deeper meaning is that these five to 15 minute segments are a way for you to practice more of these feminine principles being a part of your lifestyle rather than just waiting for crisis management. The third tool is probably my favorite, and that is to seduce yourself into cleaning with pleasurable tools. So when I moved into my home, my current home, I had had my stuff in storage for about a year, and during the pandemic, I got really into cooking. And my whole life, cooking just kind of evaded me. It was this one aspect of my sensuality where I I really just felt stuck in a college freshman's experience (laughs) of relating to cooking for myself. And during the pandemic, I had a really rich delightful, sensual awakening around the joy of cooking. 
And I remember moving into my house, getting my stuff out of storage and unpacking my tools and thinking, God, no wonder I hated cooking. I had like a pot that was left over from 20 years ago that I got at a dollar store. My knives couldn't have cut a stick of butter. They were so dull. Um, I didn't have the tools at my disposal. It's almost like trying to paint a painting with dry, smushed brushes. It's going to be much, much harder for you to create an exquisite masterpiece without the right tools. And the same goes for cleaning. And so some of the things I like to do to seduce myself into cleaning are making my own cleaning products. And if you hear that and you think, you don't understand me. (laughs) You don't know how little time I have. I hear you. And I used to think the same thing until I experienced what it's like to sprinkle a homemade carpet refresher made of simply baking soda and a few drops of lime oil and a few drops of patchouli oil onto my carpet and to have that scent permeate the room. And then I was hooked. So you can make your own carpet refresher. You can make a really simple glass cleaner with just vinegar and water and essential oils. You can also, of course, purchase some of the more fragrant, delicious, homemade, artisanal types of cleaning products at maybe your health food store or a boutique kind of grocery store. I know Williams-Sonoma has a lot of really lovely fragranced cleaning products. And I want to just give you permission, if there's any part of you that's asking for permission to buy the more expensive dish soap that you really love, that brings you so much pleasure. Think about how much time you spend at the sink on a really a daily basis. So if there's a part of you that's asking for permission to offer yourself an oasis of pleasure there, consider your permission granted. The next tool is actually starts with a story. And the other day I was on the phone with a client and we were talking about the goals, garters, and girlfriends game, which is a 30 day goal setting game, a feminine goal setting game that we do inside my coaching program. And she was remarking on how the accountability of her group in that program advanced her in the direction of her goals more than any other goal setting technique she had ever tried. And this person is a Leo, if you're an astrology fan, and Leos are very expressive and Leos are often actors and dancers and artists and entertainers. And she remarked, you know, I don't really love the word accountability, but I love the word audience. It really motivates me to have an audience. And similarly with cleaning, Recently, I had a friend over for dinner, and I was remarking that this was the first friend I've had over for dinner in six months because of the pandemic. And so when and if you are able to invite people over, sometimes as hard as you try to find that deeper meaning for yourself, there's just nothing like knowing that there's a house guest about to come over that'll give you that onus and that motivation to clean to a deeper, more satisfying level. And then the last offering I have for you around seducing yourself into cleaning is once again, to not just clean as a way of taking things away, but as a way of making space for beauty in your home. 
So if I'm doing like a deep Saturday clean, one of the things that I'll do at the end is I'll reward myself by getting myself some fresh flowers at the grocery store. And I'll take a bath in my nice clean bathtub. And I'll wrap myself, I'll put out the towels with maybe a flower stem tucked into the towel. I'll fold the towel like I'm at a hotel. And I really give myself the chance to revel in and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Once again, not just with the clear space itself, but with the addition of the welcoming of divine energy through the medium of beauty and sensual, simple pleasures. And that brings us to the end of another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, know that this is the tip of the iceberg of what I have to share with you at Embodied Woman Open Heart. Happening this week, head over to schoolofsensualliving.com slash free class to reserve your spot. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.